When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, hey. Sorry I didn't see you there. This is an audio medium. If you grew up on Disney Channel shows and DCOMs, my time machine is ready for you to take a journey back to those golden days. Quick! Before the time reaches 8-7 Central! What is up, time travelers? Welcome back to the Time Machine Podcast with me, Becca Stockner. And me, Hunter Martin. Becca, I have something to say. What? So, for those of you who don't know, or for those of you who do not know and have not followed us yet, we are on TikTok. We're taking over TikTok. And we're taking over TikTok one talk at a time. And... So we just like to just post like fun throwback videos, you know, of like things that are in the back of your mind that you do not remember ever, you know? Yes. And so. So many memories have already So many been memories. And so, and we get, and people like comment, they're like, oh my gosh, blah, blah, blah. I have a story with this. And so it's like fun to interact with people. So we posted one of, what was it? Disney, uh, someone doing Disney four on one, like the actual segment. And interviewed Ricky Ullman, Review Ullman. And it was just like, hey, Ricky, how's today at Disneyland? He's like, oh, it's great. We got people riding rides and people meeting fans. It's crazy. And Becca, tell everyone, shout out to the person who commented something on our TikTok. And it made us both audibly laugh. <laughs> like, we so texted about person- this. Usually, the couple of times that we've posted, like, Phil of the Future content, it's usually people in the comments, like, thirsting over Ricky Ullman or, like, bringing up how big of a crush they had on him as a child. But one of our fans commented that as a child, they wrote a letter to the Tooth Fairy and left it under their pillow and asked the Tooth Fairy for, instead of money, Ricky Ullman. It was so (laughs) funny. Do we have the username so we can shout them out? Kalexi, K-H Alexi. Shout out to you for having one of the funniest stories. <laughs> the actual text of the comment is, when I was nine, I lost a tooth, and under my pillow, I put the tooth and a long letter saying I wanted him instead of money. <laughs> like, and she was like, imagine my parents finding this note and being like, uh, I know. What do we do? It's so funny. Yes. It's so funny. So, a lot of our a lot of our comments end in the word ussy. <laughs> right. I uh, and every time because we post like fun like music videos and they're always like combo like that and the last one like clockwork someone commented that and I said and I commented back I said I was waiting for this I was waiting so if you want to follow us on TikTok just uh type in time mushroom podcast I think everyone will enjoy it we have some fun little throwbacks and we also post things like from the show from our own show so yeah, get to it. Get TikTok and TikTok, you don't stop. You know what doesn't stop? The rolling in the Disney 411. The, the rolling into the Disney 411. So let's get into it. Disney 411. 
All right, first story. We're gonna start off on a little sad note. Um, oh, no. Over the weekend, beloved actress Estelle Harris passed away at the age of 93. She was in Toy Story, Seinfeld, and of course played Muriel on The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Uh, you know what? What an iconic life, though. A iconic great career life. Lived. And I forget she's the voice of Mrs. Potato Head on I did too. Toy Story. Bring your angry eyes just in case. Remember that line? Or wait, remember in That's the blo- one of my favorites. In the bloopers. Is it the bloopers of Toy Story 2 where Mrs. Potato Head puts the monkeys in Mr. Potato Head? Yeah. And <laughs> then there's also a blooper where she puts Play-Doh in there and it like comes out in his eyes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then there was a, so like people were like posting clips and Ashley Tisdale posted some clip of her and Estelle doing a scene from The Sweet Life. And just, like, the way that Estelle talks is just so iconic. How do they get her for the sweet life of Zach and Cody? I don't know. Because she, it's not like, because Seinfeld happened, and she was so famous in Seinfeld, and then Toy Story, like, she's, like, not, like, a random actress, you know? Yeah, I mean, maybe because Muriel was, like, a smaller recurring bit part. Yeah, I'm just And whenever she was in the episode, she would just like say one funny thing and then like kind I'm of wondering if someone knew her. Probably. Or maybe she was just like going out on auditions like a normal actor. But either way, shout out to Estelle to Estelle Harris. We love you. Thank you for bringing us so much so much content. Laughing 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 content. All right, uh next story is Cole Sprouse was recently interviewed, and he sticks up for his fellow Disney Channel stars. He's quoted. I saw this today. You saw this? Okay. Well, he's quoted mm-hmm. in saying, "I'm violently defensive against people who mock some of the young women who were on the Disney Channel when I was younger because I don't feel like it adequately comprehends the humanity of what experience and what it takes to recover." The young women on the channel were we were on talking about him and his brother. Uh, we're so heavily sexualized from such an early age that my brother and I, that there's absolutely no way that we could compare our experiences. So uh, I guess in this interview, he was just asked, like, how did you, like, transition from, like, a child star and all that? And he goes on to say that a lot of people say me and my brother, like, don't have the child star curse. But actually, just some people are better at than hiding it than others. And he kind of, you know... When people like talk about stars that came out of the Disney Channel, he kind of, you know, sticks up for them, which I like because it was different. Dylan and Cole were treated very differently than Miley and Selena and Demi and all them. Oh, yeah, of course. And then he uh, he also talks about how nothing like the the child star, quote unquote, curse half the time it doesn't have even have to deal with like the trauma of like family or drugs and alcohol and stuff. It's just the, the experience going through fame at 12, you know, who like, that could just be like the simple thing that you just get put like they were run. They were like uh, the pressure I had of being the, the leader quote unquote of my group project in middle school. And I would crack (laughs) under pressure. Like, I don't want to mess anything up. I don't want to like, imagine me being a, Disney Channel star with my name in the title being like, oh, if I don't get there on time, 
you know disney never made dylan and cole do a photo shoot where they fell down on the sidewalk with orange peels is what i'll say right only hillary duff <laughs> let's talk about that let's talk about that let's talk about that that um, photo is a mystery and i think yeah why is okay mystery. <laughs> if people don't know this photo literally i think you could just look up hillary duff with orange peels and you'll find it and i think hillary duff commented on it and she was like i do not remember this and I'm sure she's trauma blocked it. I would too. And it's just she's on the sidewalk with roller skates with a bunch of oranges and orange peels around her. And she's like, "Whoops!" It's very strange. It's so weird. It's so weird. <laughs> like I don't understand it. I really don't. All right. Well, next story. This is an interesting story, which I can't wait to hear your take on. So, Selena Gomez was dubbed the queen of Instagram as the most followed celebrity on the social media platform in 2016. Now, Selena Gomez says she's not been on the internet for four and a half years. What? She's quoted, she was interviewed for Good Morning America, and she's quoted in saying, It has changed my life completely. I'm happier. I'm more present. I connect more with people. I understand how powerful the internet is, and in so many ways, it's done the best things the world but for me i get to my news that is actually important i get through people in my life the singer actress producer who currently has more than 300 million followers on instagram is promoting wondermind a mental health platform she helped found with her mother okay so clearly someone else is running her gram then because it's still very active no yeah she says that like she has a social media person or i don't know friends or like you should post this i think she just tells them what to post if it's more like personal stuff, you Makes know. Makes sense. Um, how did you like? Selena Gomez is rich and famous, so she has all the the accessibility. But I just like can't imagine, just in this day and age, how you go four years without even going on the internet once. Okay, now what counts as the internet? I you can't tell me True. she's never been on YouTube for for four years. Well, she just said she gets her news. Well, so that's internet. Right, so social media. She she must just mean social media. She yeah. has to. She has to. So. I have never once had a question I had to Google. I'm Selena Gomez, Grammy Award she, no, loser. She says, I get to my news that is actually important. I get through people in my life. So she has people telling her what's going on in the world. I don't know about that. Like, internet- You cannot tell me that you have never had to Google, like, how many tablespoons are in this cup or, like, something like that real quick. Right, <laughs> like not not letting everyone Selena. behind, not letting everyone behind the curtain. But I was typing something, <laughs> and I said hilarious, and I had to Google hilarious <laughs> to get spell check. Yeah, on it. it happens all the time. Yeah, so Worth I, noting I, that um, Hunter sent me a message on Twitter this weekend while we were uh, reviewing Grammy winners, and he said, "If Selena Gomez wins a Grammy, I am quitting the podcast." <laughs> And she did not, so I got a, uh, a second DM that said she lost. See you on Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> I guess this is a good segment into our Grammy coverage. <laughs> so we're going to talk about the Grammys, and of course, Selena Gomez lost. Sorry. <laughs> but, okay, the reason I said, okay, I'll go into the reason I said that, but let's go into the big winner of the night, a fellow Disney alum, of course. Of course, and the first Disney Channel star to win a Grammy. <gasps> <laughs> we'll get the into climb, that. We'll get into the that. climb found sobbing. That's not true. The climb is probably going to have more 
well, staying power in the long run. But so um, Oliver, Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah. Olivia Rodrigo took home three Grammys, winning Best New Artist, Best Pop Vocal Album for Sour, and Best Pop Solo Performance for Driver's License. You love when Best New Artist actually goes to a new artist and not just someone who's had their first hit and that's been an artist for a decade and they're like finally nominated. Yeah, did that happen to somebody? Yeah, like Glass Animals was nominated for Best New Artist this year, and they've been around for a minute. I've never heard of Glass Animals. They're the that Heat Waves song, like, sometimes all I think about is you. No, yeah. I'm saying yeah. I never heard about them until this year. Oh, I have. I mean, oh. Oh, that that's what Best New Artist means to the Grammys, is that it's, like, new to them, I guess, but... I say unless still. your album came out, like, yeah, like, what counts as new? I'm saying, like, if you release your first album. Yeah, that's what new means to me, but new, new means, means me. something completely different to them. Okay, so let me get into my Grammys thing. Like, shout out to Olivia Rodrigo. Like, congrats. Like, good for you. You're probably happy and healthy. Well, not me. Nice. Okay? Not me. <laughs> um, How long did you rehearse that? I thought about it on the way here. <laughs> uh olivia rodrigo like we said is the first disney channel alum to win a grammy why because she just captured tiktoks in her hearts you know she should not have been the first one no i and also i think that the plastic hearts snubbery of this year was grotesque grotesque like miley cyrus should have been miley cyrus has been nominated for one Grammy. One or Grammy. Or maybe that would have been last year. Either way. No. I know it wasn't nominated. It wasn't so. nominated. Like, Miley Sir- Cyrus should have been nominated already more than once. Like, for for The Climb, for Party in the USA, for Wrecking Ball, something. Like, there's so many other Disney Channel stars that... Okay, maybe not so many, but... Uh, <laughs> There's like, a palm full. There's a like palm. four or five. At least Miley, justice for Miley Cyrus in the Grammys. The scammies. The scammies, I say. I would have nominated the Cheetah Girls. The Cheetah Girls. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, okay, what are some Disney Channel stars that should have been nominated for Grammys? Ashley Tisdale. Uh, <laughs> for Kiss the Girl. Uh, the High School Musical cast. I don't, I don't think they do best cover. They should have. I know, just for that. Um, Miley Star Jonas Brothers, well, they have like three nominations. The fact that, okay, the fact that Demi Lovato has more Grammy nominations than Miley Cyrus. Deplorable. The fact that Selena Gomez and Miley Cyrus have the same amount of nominations. Which, speaking of Demi, just a quick circle back to a couple weeks ago, we said that Demi was getting ready to release a sped up remix of Cool for the Summer. <laughs> uh-huh. And it literally, it's just pitched up and faster. It's straight up, like, it could have been uploaded to YouTube in 2006 as, like, Alvin and the Chipmunks cover. It probably was. no one would have. Yeah. No one would have been any the wiser. But that's why I take, that's why I sent Becca, I was like, if Selena Gomez wins, we're, we're done. Because there's no justice yeah. in this world. And, like, this <laughs> is no qualms to Selena Gomez. Like, you go. You go, girl. But I'm just saying, if we're, if we're. Okay, Selena Gomez fans, don't come for me. Don't, don't, don't you dare just sit down. <laughs> like, because I know you, because, like, Miley Cyrus just robbed. Robbed, I say. 
but it's okay. Absolutely. Because she has the talent, and everyone knows it. But anyway, shall we get into... So those are our proper Disney 401 stories. Is it time for some Raven's Home Rehash? Yes. <laughs> Let me tell you something. So this week's episode is kind of finally addressing the situation that's going on. So it looks like Raven is permanently in San Francisco, but Booker was supposed to go back to Chicago. And this episode follows, I guess the A plot is Booker and Raven and Raven wanting Booker to stay. And then Booker meets this girl in the chill grill and he decides that he wants to stay after in true Disney fashion, they have one conversation and he decides that she's the love of his life. No, Um, well, he has a vision. (laughs) He has a vision of her saying that she's happy that he took her to the dance. Yeah. I- I'm sure that that scene is going to end with her saying, you're my best friend or some sh- something like that. <laughs> but the B plot is Victor and little psychopath Alice. Um, and yeah. Alice. You think she's d- a psychopath? D- yes. This whole episode is her divulging all of her psychological trickery that she is a master of. She scares me. Um, we have to point out that there is the chill grill is now a recurring set. Thank God. So that's, that's a good thing. Um, we get another mention of Eddie. Another mention of Eddie. And Chelsea. So I texted back and said, okay, I have a theory. I think Chelsea is going to come back in one episode because they're, and I think they're going to do something with the Eddie character, maybe like off screen. Because they're mentioning Chelsea and Eddie a lot. They are. Like, more than, like, like it's, like, like the, the reason I'm saying this is because they're letting the, like, two episodes in a row, Eddie and Chelsea are referenced as Raven's old friends from high school and blah, blah, blah. So that's telling, like, the audience, like, hey, these are Raven's old friends, Chelsea and Eddie. Remember Raven, Chelsea, and Eddie? They had so many great adventures. Raven, Chelsea, and Eddie. I think... Chelsea for I think Annalise Vanderpool is going to come back for one episode and I think like something's going to go down with the Eddie I don't think Orlando Brown's going to make it on screen but I think the Eddie character will be like off screen somewhere like a phone call or something I just think it's weird that for years apparently on Raymond's home Eddie was never mentioned at all from the ones we've watched and now two episodes in a row I'm just saying that's my theory yeah this episode also has, there's a character that they say dates men and women. The Booker's crush. Yes, they do make it into a joke, which I didn't super care for, but, you know, we got the representation. And then there's um, there's a scene where Booker and Raven are on a trolley, and the man that's running the trolley says, I met the love of my life at that concert, but then he met my brother. So we've got two gay characters. Raven must be breaking her back in the writer's room. <laughs> you're like tell him ray raven was ravening it up in this episode she's okay she's ravening it up more than ever like she's like facial twitching she's belching like shrek i don't know if all of a sudden this is like from the okay we've only seen a couple episodes of raven's home before this yeah this is like a completely different show from the one we watched it's more that's so raveny. 
Like Raven is home in this version. Raven is home. <laughs> she's unpacked her bags. She's, here, she's to here to stay. She's here to stay. Yes. Um, Did you see um, also in the house, there's a framed photo of Raven in that green top. I did. I did. I did. I did. Back in the day. And then behind her, there was a framed photo of just a headshot of Rondell Sheridan. (laughs) You know what? I want a headshot of Rondell in my room. One of the jokes that like made me LOL is when they're at the chill grill and Booker's like trying to be cool in front of this woman. She's a girl. She's not a woman. But Raven's like. Booker, I got your tendies ready. And he goes, coming, mommy. Yeah, okay. I was like, wait. The kid who plays Raven's son is a great Raven son. Like, I, yeah. better make it. I think he's a good actor. He made me laugh. I think it's because he's yeah. been working. He's taking the Raven's Moan acting classes. Seriously. Yeah. He seriously. I mean, God, the way she was moving her face and, and like, just... She was doing um, so much. I think it helps that there's there. I don't know. They minimized the kids' like group. Yes. So now, like, there's room to focus on Raven being Raven. Well, they're also giving us and, instead and of like baby kids, they're giving us like teenagers. teenagers. Like, so that so, like, helps a lot. I yeah. Think. Like, so like when the show first started, they were like, what, eleven? I, maybe, maybe. And now they're like the age of when that's a Raven started. Yeah. Like 15. Which I still can't say that I love or even really like the new characters, but at least. I don't care. It is so much better than I think what we had. Yeah. Um, because they're not insufferable. Right. Uh, it is to mention no Tanya reference. No Tanya tease no, once again. No TT, no Tanya tease. <laughs> um. Raven was also doing a lot of her high pitch like squeaky squeaks in this episode. We love consistency with characters. We do. I'm just um, waiting until we get I cuz I know cuz this is I know it's coming. A big old classic Raven disguise with prosthetics. I need it. I'm going to bark. I need. <laughs> I'm going to bark when she comes out as like a uh a uh like uh, a cable guy. Trying to like go oh, like man. spy on Booker's date. She was like, "Oh, sorry, the cable's broken. It's me. Oh, the cable got from down the street." <laughs> I'm gonna go. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Also worth noting that we're four episodes in and still no Adrian Bailon, but I know. I'm wondering when that's happening. Maybe five or six. I think it's coming soon. Yeah, I mean, it was in the previews, so I'm sure that was like one of the early ones. Also, because I usually report on ads that I see as oh, yeah. I'm skipping through. Um, an ad that I noticed this week was an ad for the parental controls that are about to be put on Disney Plus and how to really? use Really? Yes. It was like, hey, parents, with the uploading of some more... I, it maybe didn't say hey, parents, but it was like with the uploading of some more mature content on Disney Plus. Oh, my God. We're installing this filter, and it was like showing you how to like use it and how to put it on certain accounts and like block stuff with a certain oh. rating. Like It was a whole thing. Huh. Wow, that is such a far cry from get your parents' permission to go on DisneyChannel.com. Right, now let's get your... Now they're like, here is a step-by-step tutorial. Right, right, right. Well, that's the end of Raymond's Home Rehash, and that is the end of this Disney 411. You know what? We love... <laughs> you know, on in, in this show, we love doing deep dives on music careers. Uh, yes. and, uh, and Disney Channel provided us a lot with music careers. From people yes. who 
may or may not should have been doing music careers, but somehow but this they... is one that we've gotten more than a few requests for, I think. Yeah, and it's just she she's the unbelievable, indescribable Vanessa Hudgens, baby V. Baby V. Yeah, we are talking about today Vanessa Hudgens' music career. Yes, and all and, three and, big songs. And, right, but also it's a good way to kind of see where she started and how she's still somehow in things that make her have to sing. Yeah. She's like still doing musicals. And so we're yeah, just, I feel like her career has taken more of a like Broadway esque. Yeah. Trajectory, but we'll have to discuss some of these music videos as well because. Oh yeah. They're iconic, but I had completely forgotten about her debut single baby come back to me oh you know before mm -hmm. we did this i i once i watched the video and heard the song my brain lit up like a circuit board and i remembered (laughs) everything yeah but before then i was like what's i don't remember any other one um so the yeah her first single was baby not baby come back to me well it's it's baby it's yeah it's called come back to me and the music okay. video, <laughs> and I think the music video and the song premiered on the same night, and it was after it the pre- it was after the premiere of the Cheetah Girls two. It was during a so hot summer. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It was the um, one of the last things that happened in so hot summer. Yeah. So before we like actually talk about the single, I think we should talk about uh, the album that it came from. So it was the album V by Vanessa Hudgens. And to quote Vanessa, this is, <laughs> you're probably wondering, Vanessa, what does the V stand for in your album title? She says the album stands for Vanessa, but also for variety, because the album is a mix of genres and styles. <laughs> huh? <laughs> oh, my Where? God. So V by <laughs> Vanessa Hudgens was released on September 26th, 2006, and produced two singles, Come Back to Me, and the more iconic, in my opinion, Say Okay. This is, I love that she says variety, because I feel like this is one of those Disney Channel pop girl things where the album has, like, two songs that are standouts, and then all the rest, you're like, I've never heard this before in my life. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So this album debuted on the charts, thankfully, at number 24. It was certified gold in the United States and certified platinum in Argentina. Oh, okay. <laughs> and the album was nominated as number seven on album of the year by Billboard Reader's Choice. Oh, wow. And so the reviews were like pretty positive. Uh, go yeah. on. Yeah. Some of the reviews would say um, the first album Hudgens is well positioned to win the approval of the teen market. Her 12 relatively simple romantic and sweet pop songs about boys hanging out with friends dancing female power and tribulations of a very young life are delivered with the latest plain recycled (laughs) computer program (laughs) beats and hip-hop that doesn't sound as positive i know it was a twist but he but the reviewer (laughs) added hudgens is strong stable and comfortable in the medium as when she is singing a dance song let's dance and pop rock never underestimate a girl otherwise your voice can range from the shy and straight 
edge with her voice and her musical talent mature, it would be nice to see Hudgens take more risks and produce something more original. Then as their audience matures, they will not leave it behind. So, and other, someone said for the um, musical album review, uh, it used Christina Aguilera's soulful pop as a template, even if its songs were a bit faceless they had surprisingly sophisticated production values so a lot of the production values were top-notch <laughs> is what i'm getting from it i do and think that she sounds better here than in at least the first high school musical e- yes but it's also because it's pop and not like more theatery so i mean like i could say the same about ashley tisdale i think but right yeah and so Vanessa Hudgens didn't write any of these songs off. Of course not. The well, I wanted to. <laughs> what are you saying? You never they know. They never do. They never do. Some of them do. Name one. I'm sure Miley Cyrus wrote some of her early stuff. Ali and AJ, Jonas okay. Brothers. Jonas I know Brothers for sh- aren't women. Oh, Selena. I'm well, just talking about the girls. Oh, the ladies. Yeah. Miley Cyrus, did she write seven things? I hope so. I think, I think so. Because that's money in her pocket. <laughs> and I want her to have her pockets full of money. <laughs> well, oh, it was cool. Okay. It, okay. Uh, it was written by Miley Cyrus. So I there figured. you go. I love how um, Hunter sent me a video of Vanessa talking about her first song. And she says, Nobody has heard this from me before. I was like, no one's heard anything from you before. <laughs> exactly. It's like, we just met you like a couple months ago. Also, <laughs> High, School Musical pre- comments- High School Musical premiered at the beginning of 2006. And this album premiered in September. I'm like, I don't even, I'm just getting to know you. Like, I like, know your name. This is your debut single. Yeah, of this is your no de- one's heard anything. This like is your this debut single. I know you as Vanessa Ann Hundreds. And now you drop the Ann. I don't know you at all, actually. <laughs> Somebody in the comments of that video of her talking about the song, there's a comment that says Vanessa judges, and it's got like a heart. <laughs> <laughs> Vanessa, <laughs> Vanessa judges. Um. So, what do you think about "Baby Come Back to Me"? Come back to me. Well, I can't believe that this got erased from my memory because I remember this being on Disney Channel all the time. I also love how she says that she add, added a bunch of dance moves into it, and it's she's doing the same one the entire time. Yes. Yeah, so I sent, <laughs> I sent Becca this clip of her performing this on Good Morning America. It's giving <laughs> performing for your family in the living room. Uh, I mean, the Disney stars never. I feel like every time they go on Good Morning America, they flop and flounder. <laughs> it's so <laughs> early for them. I know. Like the one. Um, the one of when the Descendants two stars oh did my God. Uh, ways to be wicked, and Boo Boo Stewart voice cracked on his Boo-boo! first line like so bad. I forgot about Boo Boo. I mean, Boo Boo is not the singer of that group, but nobody sounded good in that performance. So come um, back, to, come back to me. Debuted at number fifty five on the charts. Uh, okay, so I mean, it's a good song. I remember like really liking it when I was younger. Yeah, and like all the lights and the way that she's in. You know, like the, I feel like the outfits are in this are outfits that I like remember, like the tank top over the yeah, skirt with a little yeah. bit of legging under it. And, like, um, then there's that moment where she's swinging on a chandelier. Right. So yeah, we're talking about the music video, and Sia she took starts notes. Sia took notes and said, <laughs> "I love love this." Also, the song samples the 1977 song ba- "Baby Come Back." <laughs> 
So yeah, about- I because I remember I think at the same time that this came out, there was a wait commercial yes 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 i know exactly yeah, what you're talking okay, about yeah where it was like the mop that was like baby come back you can live it all homie. yeah and they would yeah. get, like these would get jumbled up in my brain me too i remember like someone referenced baby come back and i said baby v and they said what no what <gasps> i said uh I, I take it back i take it back imagine take if back. this song had been a sponsorship with swiffer i wish I know. Well, she got hella sponsored for a different song later, I think. But speaking of sponsored, so for the pod, we wanted to watch the music videos for to talk about Vanessa Hudgens' singing career. And I was watching the music video for Baby Come Back or Say Okay, and an ad for birth control played before it. Uh, spokesperson Vanessa Hudgens. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Wowie. And I said, I said, I don't know if I like. This starving on a birth control ad. On her own video from when she was a child. Yeah. That's like, weird. it literally was that like, it literally went, talk to your doctor and see if this birth control is right for you. And then it went, um, the unbelievable, indescribable, <laughs> baby V. I went, baby V. We don't want a baby V. I listen to um, the other, like, one of the non-singles from this album, Drive, that she yeah. mentions in the video is one of the ones that she likes. Yeah, I listened to a couple as well. Yeah, they're just kind of bland, I guess. Not bad, just like, meh. Yeah, so I listened to that one, and I listened to, what was it called? Um, Never Underestimate a Girl. What was that one like? It was just like, don't count out a girl, because we're cool. Stuff like that. Okay, okay, gotcha. You know? Mm-hmm. So I'm looking up some of the writers for like the two hits. So come back to me and say, okay. And a lot of them are working with Disney stars at the time. Well, yeah. Like the people who wrote come back to me also helped write potential breakup song. Love you like a love song. Naturally. See you again by Miley Cyrus. Wow. They are ripping them out. So yeah, we got a lot of, we got a lot of people in the Disney machine working together. I mean, I remember, well, obviously, Say Okay, the song is good, and I like it, but the Say Okay music video, like, shook the world okay. when it dropped. Okay, I'm so glad we just transitioned into Say Okay, because one of the writers of Say Okay wrote Love you, Love Me Like You Do by uh, Ellie Goulding. Okay. Um, and he also wrote, oh my gosh... He wrote, like, every hit of Ariana Grande's. Problem, Whoa. Break Free, Love Me Harder, Bang Bang. Um, break wow, up this, this break person it, is good at writing the same word over and over. Break Up With Your Girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> um, what are some other ones? The Weeknd, Can't Feel My Face. Oh, my gosh. Uh, one Direction, Drop- What One Direction, What Makes You Beautiful. Drop the name. Who is it? Demi Lovato, Cool for the Summer, Confident. This person must be living on a secret island. Who is it? Um, Oh, gosh. I'm going to butcher this name. I'm so sorry. That's okay. Savin Kocha. From okay. Austin, I, from, from Austin, Texas. I feel like I may have heard that floating around at some point. I love wow. it, like all of those songs <gasps> he are wrote, very good at using the same words and phrases. He wrote Beauty and the Beat by Justin Bieber. 
the way I just said that, Bieber. <laughs> do you think he also wrote Nikki's verse, or do you think Nikki wrote her own verse for that? I don't know. I kind of hope he did. <laughs> Imagine putting pen to paper and writing, gotta keep an eye out for Selena. Right. Do you think he still sings that <laughs> part? Yes. Hmm. Wow, it's this the per- most iconic part of that entire song. Gotta keep it out for Selena. Say ahead. okay was written with excellent, excellent people behind it. Yes. And the Say Okay music video, I mean, we obviously all know, because Zac Efron was in it as her love interest, it like, I mean, maybe it didn't shake the whole world, but it Uh, shook the world that I knew. It shook the Wildcats. (laughs) So this was like, in my mind, the confirmation without the confirmation that they were confirming they were dating. Do you think they were real or do you think they were a stunt? Vanessa and Zac? Mm -hmm. Like, for real? You think like... I think the, I, they, I'm asking you, do you think they were real or do you think they were a stunt? Um, I think they were real because my theory is the reason Zac Efron is not in any of the high school musical reunions is because him and Vanessa had a bad breakup. Interesting. That's I my think theory. I just because he's booked and busy. But. He's not that booked. He's not that busy. He can make time. He always He always manages to send in videos for the reunions, but he's never there. But that's my theory, is they were real. They were real. They were real. That's why the high school... I I think they were, too, but... Yeah. I mean, I wonder if people... We should post that on our Instagram, if people think Zach and Vanessa were a PR call. I don't think so. This this video, to me, is like the quintessential high school weekend experience. I think this is a great, like, a great pop song. Oh, yeah, it's great. But, a like, the, in the video, it's, like, three guys and three girls, and they go bowling, and then they go to, like, probably, like, a steak and shake. Yeah. And then Zach and Vanessa sneak off, and they play on a playground at a beach. And it, it just feels like your perfect, like, romanticized high school weekend. Like, mm-hmm. this is what they show in the movies, and then, like, that's... Yeah, I... So, this song debuted at number 61 on the charts, so lower than come back to me but i think this is when you but think did of it Vanessa, climb? no it, it just, didn't uh-uh. i'm shocked because that like this is like the vanessa hudgens song this was the pe- peak and peak oh when i think of vanessa hudgens i think of you are fine you are sweet but i'm still a bit naive with, with my, my heart, heart. Hey, it's get into so it. Ah. Yes. And then, like, the when they flip up the phone with the keyboard and, like, Zach's eyebrows in this video, though, are staunch. So, <laughs> in Brazil, the song was the 19th most played international song of 2007. Wow. Vanessa has an audience in South America, apparently. She's, she's That's there. news to me, but I'm not surprised. Um, yeah, I also I- love how um, when they're bowling in the video, she gets the only pair of gold bedazzled bowling shoes, I guess, in the whole place. Well, because no, she's Baby V. Well, she also has a sneaker deal. Well, we'll get into That's her. We'll get we'll get into her and sneakers in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> she loves a sneaker. She loves sneakers. <laughs> you might say she has a whole night dedicated <laughs> to sneakers. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> so, obviously to promote this album, she's she had a segment in the High School Musical concert where she sang some of these songs. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you had the DVD of the High School Musical concert, did you? I did not. What? Have you ever seen it? Yeah. Okay, you're like, 
I have lungs. I breathe. So, which and means I've seen you, the High School Musical okay, concert. Okay, because the fit that they put Lucas in in that concert is abhorrent. <laughs> they had him in that, like, band leader, like, jacket. I hated it. Oh, yeah. So, in the in the High School Musical concert, you don't get to, like, they, like, cut a lot of things out of the concert. For, I don't know why. Well, yeah. For the DVD. and But the the solo segment for Vanessa is Say Okay. And you can definitely tell, I don't know if in the concert it was live, but for the DVD, it would cut into a, a pre-recorded, like, from the CD. And then all of a sudden, when she hits the high note and say, okay, mm-hmm. it cut to her live vocals. And she was, it, 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 it wasn't okay. <laughs> <laughs> It was not okay. Oh, no. I'll have to send it to you because you're like, yes. it's not all right. It's not okay. I also love, um, well, there's another moment in the video when um, they're all bowling and the guys are like being goofy, of course, and all the girls are like, ah, ha, ha, ha. Mm-hmm. And then they go to this, like the diner, like the steak and shake thing. And Zac Efron is shaking uh, salt over his fries and the lid of the salt comes off and the salt gets all over his fries and the girls are laughing at him. And for a split second in the shot, he looks genuinely, like, very upset. Because Zac Efron is a <laughs> method actor. Like, he looks like he's about to, like, cry in front of these people. But then I also love at the end of the diner scene when Zac is just kind of like, come on. And, like, he and Vanessa just leave. I'm like, did they leave their friends with the check? <laughs> you because know they I did. I know. I know if it's a high school weekend that their parents gave them a crisp $20 bill for that whole weekend. And those those friends' $20 bills are not going to cover think, their check. Do you think in this Say Okay music video they are Zac Efron, Vanessa Hudgens? Or are they, like, playing characters? I think they're probably supposed to be characters because it was, like, very coy and I don't know. So they're I, not I supposed to be rich. Te- like, so oh. you're saying, like, in this music video they're not rich teenagers. I mean, no, or they wouldn't be. Zach wouldn't be upset that he just ruined his fries. He'd just be like, "I need a, I need a new fry." Right. And make it, make it a truffle fry with make a, a side of a dipping sauce that's gold. Right, because the High School Musical album just went <laughs> platinum. Yeah, and then Baby V's over there with her like her gold status. Like she got a, a I don't know. She has chump change. She has chump change. She got the extra whip. <laughs> she got the extra whipped cream on the shake. Um. Did you talk about the part in the music video where they come into the bowling alley, Vanessa, and she's arm in arm with two gals? No, but it's like, I just remember like. I can smell bowling alleys. I know. You show up to the event with your friends and you and your friends are like, we got to stay close and we got to be like. Like the whole video is just her and these three girls like giggling and laughing. Yeah. Yeah. But also to promote the album along with appearing in the high school musical concert she was the opener for the cheetah girls concert yes so she was making her rounds establishing herself as one of the the top pop females at the time (laughs) but of course in between this we also get some high school musical songs and then so she were only so vanessa hudgens only released two albums Mm-hmm. One in 2006, so right off the heels of the success of High School Musical. And then she released her final album, As of Now, because you never know if the if, if the ceiling hits. Um, she released Identified, 
July 1st, 2008. So right when High School Musical was wrapping up. And so the album debuted at number 23 on the charts, selling 12,000 less than her first album. And here are some of the reviews for Identified. Uh, a reviewer gave it three stars out of five and claimed that her voice was made to rip. And when she lets go just a little, the coyness turns sultry. Proof that she might oh. just have a life after high school. Uh, another reviewer said the high school musical veteran is definitely ready to graduate. The better parts of the album finding her reaching for more mature sound, but she hedges her bets with large portions of treacly teen pop. The weakest link in most of the songs is Hudgens' thin piping voice. Um, yeah, and then the fact that the I think the only song of note from this album is basically one line, just hammer it into your head until you bleed on the floor. So I think <laughs> this is an appropriate time to. Grab your sneakers. Cause... Put your sneakers on! <laughs> okay, so like Becca said, the only song of note is Sneaker Night. This is the only song she released as a single. And should we do the reviews? So here's the reviews. Okay. Parents of Sneaker <laughs> Night. Parents need to know that unlike this high school musical star's other songs that tend to be about boys and high school relationships, this one is an unconscious song about going dancing. The tame video shows Hudgens putting on her sneakers, heading to the club, and yes, dancing. She goes to a house party. <laughs> um, another reader says, it all seems in innocent enough, but that basically makes us think that there'd be more to these sneaker nights than mere dancing. The innuendo is there for those who want to hear it. Put your sneakers what? on. <laughs> Let's go all night long. <laughs> Teens will dance and giggle. Parents will overpay for the concert, and we will be right with the teen pop universe are so they this... implying that she thinks that putting your sneakers on implies knocking boots <laughs> knocking sneakers like i don't think i don't think it's that deep i think that it says basically what we're gonna do like if you took a sip of vodka every time she said basically what we're gonna do is dance you would have you would finish the handle and you'd be on your way to the hospital <laughs> with your sneakers on <laughs> And so, she clearly got a sponsorship from whatever Rhino brand yeah. there was. Because you can, it's like the logo when she grabs them, when she puts mm -hmm. them on. She's dancing in front of, I didn't notice this before I watched this video. So today, much green screen. But she's dancing in front of a giant, like, sneaker, like, laced up sneaker. <laughs> like, her background is like laces. Um. So the album peaked at number 88 on the Hot 100, but peaked at number 8 on the Dance Club songs. Billboard. Oh, my God. Um, so <laughs> I think it's time we do our best impression of the opening line to Sneaker Night. You go first. Put your sneakers on. <laughs> Put your sneakers on. Put your sneakers on. I it's, also love how um, one of the no, top comments, but, and when I noticed that the lyrics today where she's like, are you ready? Did you eat? We don't want you to pass out. And then people in the comments were like, Vanessa Hudgens cares more about me than my own mother. <laughs> right. This song is just like a PSA about going out. It starts that way. Yeah. No one can say that line better than Vanessa Hudgens. Also, the fit. It's so, the, like, like. The fedora, the hoodie, and the shorts is and yucky. If someone's like, 
a kidnapper kidnaps me and goes, any last words? I go, put your sneakers on. Put your sneakers on. I also loved how um, in the second scene of the video, they arrive at this house party. The choreo in this video, I think it's fire. I think they bust it out. You're raising your eyebrows like you don't agree, but I stand by what I said. I mean, um, you can stand by it. <laughs> they show up to the house party and this like dorky guy dances in front of them and they all laugh in his face. And then she starts dancing with a boy in, of course, like a layered T-shirt, but he like does not seem into it. I just don't understand how this song got made. I hated the song when I was younger. So I did it. I. So did I. Because I just, it's about freaking putting your sneakers on. Basically, what we're going to do, do is dance. Is dance. Like, Basically, when I would hear it on Disney Channel, dance. I think I remember hearing this one on Disney Channel, like, probably the most. Or in, maybe not even the most, but it's just the fact that the song is just inherently so repetitive that I'd be like, It's no. so, this song is so bizarre. <laughs> it's so weird. Like, I need to know how this song came about. I need, like, a full-fledged, like, article, how, like, the song got of Vanessa Hudgens and Vanessa have any say-so. She's like, oh, I'm more of a boots girl, but I guess we got to do sneakers tonight. <laughs> you know? Like, put your, yeah. Vanessa Hudgens said, put your sneakers on. Put your sneakers on. This is her last proper single. Do you think one of her friends, like, they're getting ready for the club, and one of her friends, like, reached for these heels, and she was like, put your sneakers on. (laughs) Everyone's like, we don't like going to the club with you because we can't dress how we want to dress. We have to always put on sneakers. (laughs) And then that one girl had on, like, I guess the look of the video was, like, long sleeve jackets and shorts. Because this girl that's dancing next to her has on, like, a huge yellow puffer vest. <laughs> right. Like, the fashion in the Sneaker Night video is a, is a head scratcher. About as much as the song. But I think listening to it today, I kind of liked it. I mean, I just laugh. <laughs> every, time, every time I listen to Sneaker Night, I laugh. Because yeah, I don't it's understand camp. it. It's camp. I, I don't understand it at all. So, yeah, that released May 27th, 2008, and all was quiet in the land of Vanessa Hudgens singles. That was the last one she put out. That was her last album. Did but you in, listen to anything else on that album? I couldn't. I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't. It's one, thing to, it's one thing for me to listen to V by <laughs> Vanessa Hudgens. I was like, if Sneaker Night is on this album. I don't want to know what else is on there. Yeah. But we do. But <laughs> Jesse McCartney did write a song for this album. He did? Called Don't Leave. Interesting. Mm-hmm. It's probably the only good one then. <laughs> did you listen to it? <laughs> no, because I didn't know that information before right well, just there now. there you go. So I'm trying to see if... Okay. So I looked up who wrote Sneaker Night. Mm-hmm. And here are some of the the other things that this person wrote. We got we got um Meg Gwen Stefani used to love you. Do you know that song? I do. I love that song. Uh Panic at the Disco, Don't Threaten Me with a Good Time. Shut your yap. I will not. <laughs> You're joking. No. Nope. You're just describing songs that I have on my Spotify. Okay, let's see. Okay, let's see if I can get any, any more. Um, Jason Derulo, what you say? In my head, and riding solo. 
Can you believe that? I'm okay. Better I in did not wait, know. better huh? better in time. Better in time by Leona Lewis. Wow. Fuego by the Cheetah Girls. So they <gasps> must have had a mad hangover. Oh my gosh. What? You would never believe this. But the person who wrote Sneak a Night also wrote an iconic song for another high school musical star. A little Is song. It he said, she said? A lot a little song called He Said She Said. Okay, that doesn't surprise me. But he also wrote SOS by Rihanna. <laughs> wow. These are all yeah. songs that I like love. Yeah, these are Except like Sneaker songs <laughs> he like wrote or produced. I remember that um in my head by Jason Derulo was on the playlist for my PE class in seventh grade. And I, I did not know at the time that that song is very much about having sexual thoughts about a woman. Uh, centuries by fallout boy. I'm sorry. I'm just saying that you must stop. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm being put on blast. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot believe this. You never know what people have it in what songs they have in them. Oh, my God. So, yeah, it was all quiet on the forefront of Vanessa Hudgens songs. But then in 2018, she teamed up with two DJs and sang a song called Lay With Me in 2018. And this and she did a music video for it. And the music video is an homage to High School Musical. And I and I sent. Did you listen to the song? I sent it to you. No, because I thought I didn't think it was for this. No, yeah, it's of course for this. It's okay. Well, I didn't I know. I didn't. So yeah, it's a. I think so. Vanessa Hudgens' voice—it's either used very well or it is not used correctly. Very true. This song "Lay with Me" in 2018 is used correctly. I really enjoy the song, and I. So, like, the music video is an homage to High School Oh, it's Breaking Free. Yeah. And so it's it's all, like, she starts out in, like, a lab coat and takes it off. There's someone who's playing Kelsey. And so, like, it's an homage to High School Musical, which is really cool. She actually said on the Jimmy Fallon show, because she was talking about the song, that she sent the music video to Ashley Tisdale. And it started playing. And Ashley Tisdale was like, why are you sending me Breaking Free? Uh (laughs) I've seen this. And then her husband's like, no, no, keep watching. So, yeah, that's kind of the proper Vanessa Hudgens um, singles. But Vanessa Hudgens in the recent years has kind of made a name for herself being in musicals. Uh, Whether that is actual Broadway or movie musicals or live musicals. It's kind of crazy how she changed her career path into that you know yeah because for a while she wasn't i mean i think she's popular now more than ever you know i think she's everywhere more than ever like on her wikipedia page she has a tab that has all her stage credits yeah that's why i said like i feel like her career has taken that change like i mean she notably played maureen and rent live a couple years ago and then obviously was just in Tick, tick, boom. And she was good in tick, tick, boom. Okay. This is a great... I'm glad you brought it up because I didn't want to bring it up. Because, you know. I love tick, tick, boom. 
mm-hmm. loved it. And based off the trailers, you think Vanessa Hudgens is a huge part in it. And she's not. She's not. So I think she's... And Vanessa Hudgens is one of the the type of actors, like, everything she does is just a different variant of Vanessa Hudgens to me. You know what I mean? Like, I cannot see her anything else but Vanessa Hudgens. Yeah. It. So I'm like... So she was like... she And so... She was almost. She was also in like a pale, like light blue top in the movie, which like. Yeah. We all know what that insinuates. <laughs> <laughs> um, but okay, one of the best songs in Tick Tick Boom to me is "Come to Your Senses," which is a duet between Vanessa and one of the the singers who plays Andrew Garfield's um yeah girlfriend. Great song. And I was like, I'm enjoying a movie musical. Featuring Vanessa Hudgens like it's 2006. I'm listening <laughs> to the soundtrack. I'm loving. I think it's so. I think. I mean, it's is crazy how she's kind of turned into your kind of go to movie musical actress. So it's kind of come full circle from High School Musical to Tick Tick Boom. Yeah, and it's. Out of all the character, out of all the cast members from High School Musical, do you think that was the most obvious actor to have this trajectory of? Now she's like the movie musical go-to person. Nor who would who would you have thought? I don't know that I I guess Zac Efron because that's kind of the way that it looked like it was going to go for a second. It was for a while. I remember Zac Efron right after in between High School Musical he did High School Musical two. I mean wait. In between, he did Hairspray, (laughs) and then he did High School Musicals, and he was going to do, like, the Footloose musical movie, but then he had dropped out because he didn't want to be, like, known as a musical guy. Yeah, which doesn't surprise... I'm not surprised that he was like, no, I'm too cool for this. I I could have also seen Ashley Tisdale going that way, but... um, Or Lucas, but I don't know what Lucas is doing. (laughs) Yeah, and and then Zac Efron eventually did another musical... So it, it's funny, the people who are in musicals are the people that Sharpay warned us about, about the people who don't know the d- difference between a Tony <laughs> Warren and a Tony Hawk are the people who are still doing musicals. Oh, I just think that Lucas Grabeel has the most head-scratching resume out of the entire <laughs> cast. I could have seen Corbin Blue, I guess, going that way, too, because he did jump in. But Well, I think Corbin Blue is currently on Broadway, to be honest. Or he, yeah, he's or, also well. Everything that he has been doing seems to be more dance musical related. theater. Yeah, let me see what his last thing he's been in. Corbin Blue. I know him and Monique did that movie together. I mean, he's going back to High School Musical. He's going to be in the High School Musical show. Yeah, and he won the uh, the Dirty Dancing competition that we discussed. Oh yeah, so he was. He's been in a. He's been in a musical in a uh, theater musical. Every year since 2015. He's done wow. some sort of theater. He was in Kiss Me Kate, Anything Goes, Singing in the Rain. He did Mamma Mia at the Hollywood Bowl. So he's been a, he's been uh, doing the theater thing as well. But Vanessa's been doing the m- movie musical thing, which is just crazy to me because, like the review said, no Vanessa Hudgens' voice needs to be handled with care. Otherwise, it can go south, really. I mean, we all know some of the songs in High School Musical, Vanessa will start singing, then all of a sudden another singer 
is coming out of Vanessa's mouth. It's funny when. <laughs> <laughs> we all know. <laughs> exactly. Once you hear it, you can never hear it the same way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So kind of like Vanessa Hudgens is just one of the shortest, I think, Disney Channel star turned recording artist career. She did leave a mark, though. She left a mark. She left a sneaker mark. <laughs> she left a scuff mark. <laughs> she left a scuff mark. <laughs> yeah, but what do you think of Vanessa Hudgens' short-lived music career? Um, I mean, these songs aren't, like, the ones that I heard the most. I guess just because I never got around to buying them on iTunes. Because uh-huh. if I had, then they probably would still be ones that I think about. But, I mean, they have their place, and they're not bad. And they were definitely all over the Disney Channel airwaves at the time. No, yeah, I I still think Say Okay is a very good pop song. Yeah. I mean, the person who wrote it wrote a very, very iconic other pop song. So, I think Vanessa Hudgens kind of, like, got in and got out. I mean, yeah. I think... I'm wondering if she – it looked like to me the opportunity just kind of presented itself to like, hey, let's make an album. And you're like, okay. That's like what it seems to me. Yeah. Like when she was talking about it in her video, she kept talking about how she wanted to be in the business. And I think by the business, she just meant entertainment. Yeah. It definitely reads as I love singing. I love doing musicals. Let me just put out two albums. Yeah, sure. And Why she not? she was recently on the Kelly Clarkson show and she said that right before she got so she watched American Idol and she wanted to be on American Idol cuz she grew up doing musical theater and all that stuff. And right before she went to go to her audition for American Idol, she found out she booked High School Musical and couldn't go. Wow. So, and that when weird? there was me and you was going to be my American Idol audition song if I ever Oh, really? <laughs> That's what I told myself in fourth grade. Yeah, I practiced uh, in the tub. Uh. But yeah, I definitely. this seems like the career was Vanessa wanted to do musicals and movies. And and luck. her luck was she did High School Musical and part of the Disney machine. And they said, you want to do an album? She's like, sure, why not? Which, when I think we when we discuss Ashley Tisdale's albums, I think that she had a very different mindset than Ashley Tisdale. Yes. Because I think Ashley Tisdale wanted to be the next, like, big pop star. And she should have been. But, yes. But I think because we, you know, we're we're here to celebrate Vanessa Hudgens' short but sweet discography, I think it's time for um, a little game we like to call Finish the Lyrics, Vanessa Hudgens edition. Little Baby V. Little Baby V. So, uh, I forgot your name for a second. <laughs> baby B. Baby, baby B. <laughs> baby, we're talking to Baby B. Becca, Becca, and I are gonna play "Finish the Lyrics," Vanessa Hudgens edition. And so, Becca has two songs, and I have two songs, and we're gonna see how well we know Vanessa Hudgens songs. So, Becca, please present your song. Let's see how well I know it. Okay, this is my first one. We'll start easy. Okay. I've hit the highway and I'm not coming home. <laughs> what? I've hit the highway and I'm not coming home? Uh-huh. How about we just do the one word? I've hit the highway and I'm not coming home. I'm gonna. 
I've hit the highway. I'm going to dance. <laughs> drive. I'm going to drive. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, it's drive. It's drive. It was I thought that drive. was going to be an easy one. That was hard. <laughs> All right. I guess it's my turn. I'm not going to do a, a deep cut like that. Uh, okay. okay. But thank you for challenging me. Sure. Okay. You know you miss your baby V. <laughs> and I can see that you think about me. So why do you act like you don't care? Baby, come back? That's the song. <laughs> oh, I don't. I only know the chorus. This is the part where she like is rapping for some reason. And oh, whispering I a little, I, a little oh, ASMR. Oh, yeah. We didn't even address that. That was weird. I didn't like it. Um, <laughs> so the line is, like, all this love between us isn't there. I know that you're upset. I know I did you wrong. Yeah, I think we might go 0 for 4 on this game. <laughs> mm. All right. Hit me. Hit me. Hit me. Okay. So are you ready? Did you eat? Do you have the energy? Something, 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 something. So I, I, I know it's sneaker night. It is sneaker night. Say the, say the line one more time. So are you ready? Did you eat? Do you have the energy? I need my laces tied, my socks, uh, my scuff marks. I don't know. It, are you reloaded? Are you able to stay on your feet? Don't want you passing out after a couple hours of beans. <laughs> just because that line was so, <laughs> so sneaker weird. night sneaker night is a psa a public service announcement did you Yo, eat? we are did you <laughs> eat do you have the energy you i'm talking to you over there okay oh, final the v stands are gonna come for us the v stands <laughs> v stands for vanessa and for variety um all right final song i hope you get this one let me know that you call on time. Let me know that you help me shine. Will you wipe my tears away? When it's not all right? Oh, it's from Say Okay. Okay, I'm getting the songs right at least. It's like the bridge. Why do you keep picking the bridge? <laughs> <laughs> you did two bridges. Oh, will you? Me... Will you? Oh, yep. Hold me close. And, and... <laughs> Yes, yes, that's it. Woo! This that's like when she belts it. Oh, that's you, when you hold... she belts it. <laughs> that's her note. So you won. You won the game because you're the only one to go with the one. <laughs> oh. Oh, baby B, baby B. All right, so what's the Disney Channel lesson we learned today? The Disney Channel lesson I learned today is that if you're going to put on your sneakers and dance all night, you better make sure that you have eaten and that you are not going to pass out because Vanessa Hudgens will come for you. Um, I think my, <laughs> my Disney Channel lesson is if you're a part of a big Disney Channel property – and you love to sing and someone asks you to do you want to put an album even if like you really don't care either way just do it <laughs> you may come out with some songs just you know what just say okay i've got somewhere to be 
Um, but yeah, that's my Disney Channel lesson. Just say okay. <laughs> Just say okay. Just say okay. Um, so Becca, if people want to see how you spend your sneaker night, <laughs> where can they find you? you, you <coughs> I joke on my own spit. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at hey oh it's Becca H E Y O. You can subscribe to my YouTube channel Becca Stogner. Robin Williams reviews are over and done, so you can go back and watch all of those and then stick around for the content that is yet to come. Also check out my other podcast, Youth Group Survivor Support Group. We've got a review of the fourth God's Not Dead film coming out this week. He's truly alive. Yuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, and if you want to see how I spend my sneaker nights, you can find me at Real Hunter Martin on Instagram, Twitter at H cameron martin and if you want to keep up to date on everything about this podcast we're on all the social medias instagram twitter tiktok just type in the time mushroom podcast and you'll find us there rate and review us uh, leave us a comment tell us what you like tell us what you don't like talk to us on social media dm us we love chatting with you guys uh like saying what content you want to see from us we love like talk to you on instagram and all that because we want you guys to have so much fun listening to this as we have much fun making it so yeah that was a V-Hudge right. deep dive, baby. Yeah, and she put her whole Vanessa Hudjussie into those songs. Oh, just wrap up the episode. <laughs> okay, well, until next time, we will see you later, time travelers. <laughs> um, buck your seatbelts. <laughs>